everyone, welcome back to the collection. This is your lovely host, Sophia Vaughn, and I have an incredible guest on here. Um, it is the one and only Audie May. Hello. Audie May. I always have to say your name like Audie May. I, I cannot separate the Absolutely. two. Absolutely. Um, um, you are actually going to be in the Iron Table in the fall. You're yes. the only actual like special guest that people know that's on there because okay. um, you're the first episode. Yes. Um, and you're actually the first guest person on here as well. Awesome. So, okay. Yeah. So, I mean, it is, <laughs> you're like all up in it. All up in it. Um, but we, right now, like I'm on this series of self, basically all the things of self, right? The mm -hmm. Fallen Kingdom. This is the mm -hmm. summer series that I'm currently on right now. Yeah. And I'm diving just to, into different different things of regarding the word self, like self-made, self-love, self-help, all the, all the selves. Because I do think that, I mean, we live in a fallen world and we have issues amongst the world, but I think that sometimes the biggest obstacle is ourselves. Yeah. Like that is a kingdom within ourselves that is crumbling mm -hmm. um, because as sin has taken over the world, there is this distance between us and God until one day we are with the Lord and um, we are spending every day striving to become the best that we possibly can and uh we're not perfect at it um but we're there so i wanted to talk about self-sabotage i think that is the what we're going to call for this episode even though there's a lot more to where we're, we're going to talk about emotional constipation disappointment fear all the things we're going to talk about that and uh, we talked about it yesterday and so that's why it led up to this so um backstory on that I was sharing yesterday just about, for me personally, I'm in this season of my life where I find myself being challenged by the Lord to talk about that 2% of myself mm -hmm. that no one ever really sees. And if they do, it's a rarity. Um, even with like my own mom, like I feel like I find it hard sometimes to express how I feel and, mm -hmm. and just getting vulnerable like that. It's just, it makes me so uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> it makes me crawl out of my own skin <laughs> and I'm like, and then I'll, I'll, I'll think about it later and I'm like, why did I say that? Yeah. Like, like, you're not that weak. Okay. <laughs> so, you're, strong. you're strong. You're a strong woman. You should never like let your guard down. Yeah. Um, but really like the, sometimes I think that way and I know it's not healthy. It really is. But I do. And but I find myself like right now, like I've been journaling a lot more, getting back into that and being able to give the Lord that 2% of myself where even if I know it sounds so silly on paper, I know it's silly when I will look back on this. I know that I need to write it out of how I feel and allow the Lord, I think, just to even show his wisdom in that of it's not silly. Like the Lord does care about us. He does acknowledge us. So like for you, where do you think that self-sabotage really starts kicking in? I feel like it starts kicking in the second I feel either uncomfortable, but not even uncomfortable in a way that's going to grow me, just uncomfortable in general. And if I feel like there's any sense of, oh, this can go bad, then I'm like, 
okay, well, I'll just make it to where I'm in control of if it goes bad or not, you know? And so that's kind of like what self-sabotage is, is it's like, oh, well, I'm in control of that. I'm going to make sure that if anything goes wrong, it's my own doing. Like, um, (laughs) (laughs) somehow we blame ourselves back into like, like it's you, like you're the problem, like this (laughs) gaslighting. You're like, what? Like what? (laughs) Me? (laughs) But definitely like anytime I feel like something could go wrong, I automatically am like, oh, well, I'm just not going to go into it. I'm not even going to risk it. Like, not going to risk it for the biscuit. It is not something that I want to do. Um, and so that's definitely, I feel like, when I self-sabotage myself, that's what kind of triggers that is, oh, something could go wrong. I don't want to be disappointed. I don't want to be hurt. So I'll just get out of it (laughs) somehow, some way or another. I think that self-sabotage can really come with anything. Like that could be not just relationships, but Mm -hmm. with the dreams that the Lord has given you Mm -hmm. with like, I mean, just whatever that desire is that you may have and it be completely innocent. Mm -hmm. We can still sabotage that because I think it goes deep down Mm -hmm. into do I actually think that I'm worth being able to have that, to be able to receive that. And I remember me and my mentor were talking about this the other day and I was telling her um, how like I really struggle with allowing myself to feel like I really do. Like there are some things like I can feel like a joy and all those things. But when it comes to that 2% of allowing, I think, love to really happen, let's say like with like relationship, like Mm -hmm. I, it's so hard for me. Mm -hmm. It really is. Like I create barriers for myself. I friend zone, like I, like, I mean, it's just, I just automatically create these walls for myself that I don't even allow that chance. And I had to really dig deep on that as to like, why, like, why, why do I not allow myself to feel those things? And I can go back to a couple years ago of being hurt, being disappointed and being left, being left in a place of such vulnerability that I was like, this is not worth it to me to go through this all over again. And so I created this wall and I, in some, without even actually verbalizing it, I didn't ever try to feel that again. Yeah. Um, which is not healthy. And I think so many people can relate to that of, I don't let myself go there anymore. I don't let myself go to that place anymore because of X, Y, and Z. And, um, but I don't think it's, I don't think we're meant to be like that. I think Mm -hmm. that guess we're meant to feel obviously know your boundaries and your emotions like you yeah. need to be like a soft fest 24 yeah. seven. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean like the violin playing in the background yeah. woe um is woe is me <laughs> you know always in your feels uh-huh. um but the Lord gave us feelings for a reason like to to feel the to feel joy to feel love to feel compassion to feel sadness like all those mm-hmm. things were meant to be there mm-hmm. um but they're not meant to take over you and mm-hmm. so um so for you I think what has been right now like what has been the biggest challenge when it comes to allowing yourself to go there to mm-hmm. that two percent definitely not even uh, I won't even allow myself to think about the two percent 
like acknowledge that I have that 2% of what am I not letting people see? What am I not letting the Lord, you know, take off my shoulders, like not even identifying the problem to even say, oh, I have a problem. Um, Because in my mind, I'm like, oh, I'm doing great. You know, I have off days or whatever, but I don't have a 2%. I'm an open book. But when it comes to things that hurt my feelings, that things that make me feel lesser than or things that make me feel embarrassed, I automatically run from it. And I'm like, oh, no, like, it's fine. It's fine. Like, we don't have to talk about it. Or um, I don't want to be dramatic. That's my whole thing is I don't want to be dramatic. Like, especially, I guess, coming from high school and middle school, where drama is so prevalent. And growing up, I feel like we kind of get into this mindset of, oh, well, I can't be dramatic, because like, that's immature, or I can't let myself feel all of these feelings because it's going to make me seem immature or you know whatever it may be and that's for like every situation like relationships I don't want to cry over a boy because you know it's like (laughs) oh that's so silly like people that cry over boys like uh, we're strong independent women we shouldn't be crying over boys like we're better Mm -hmm. than that but then even like friendships and family and hardships and whatever it may be it's hard to let down that guard of I'm strong and it doesn't really help when people are like oh you're so strong like I'm so proud of you I'm like thank you but that kind of just fuels the fire of oh well I'm strong they think I'm strong so I can never show weakness perception of people play a big role for you oh for sure oh absolutely and even some of my closest friends like you and Megan and Abby and all these people that uh they have seen you know you guys have seen some vulnerable vulnerable pieces of me even then I'm like oh but they still think I'm strong because I don't necessarily text them every time I'm sad they don't you know know if I ever cry because I don't I don't even let myself cry you know like I feel like sometimes there's the people in the world that will cry in silent and then there's the people in the world that don't even let themselves cry and like you were talking about it's emotional buildup it's emotional constipation like I've gotten to that point where I won't let myself feel these things and it's almost like well the Lord knows what I'm feeling so why don't I just acknowledge it why won't I just give it up to the Lord and it's hard you know like you don't want to be disappointed you don't want to be lesser than you don't want to be weak you don't want to be seen as dramatic like whatever it may be, you see that happening in other people. And it's like, oh, well, I can't, you know, be vulnerable in any kind of way. And so it causes that emotional constipation, like you were saying, which I think is a perfect way to describe it, because I've never (laughs) known I'm just like, I'm just numb. But I'm not numb, because I feel the things I just don't let them surface. And so um, yeah, I feel like you can see that in all aspects of life, like not just with relationships, with boys, with whatever it may be, but also just friendships. Like, can I talk to the friends around me about how I'm feeling with that 2%? Mm. But then how can I do that if I can't even bring it to the Lord? 
you know how can I talk to people around me people that mentor me that disciple me if I can't even bring it to the Lord and tell him how I'm feeling like I won't even admit it to myself so that first step of admitting you know you have a problem as they say like first you admit you have a problem like (laughs) I don't even do that I think uh, it's really good that you said that I mean Oh man, there's there's so much I think that you said. I, I want to say that this is something that is universal. I think whether no matter what it is that you struggle with, we all on some level have this emotional constipation where we don't want to go to that level mm-hmm. because, especially as women, like culture now is very much like feminism mm-hmm. and boss babe. Like you, yes. like you, like you said, you don't cry for a man. Yeah. Like how, <laughs> like why on earth would yeah. you do that? Like you are your own person. Don't mm-hmm. let them get to you. Like prove them wrong. Like it's all these phrases that we hear in our culture. Right. Yeah. And in other words, it's saying, don't be weak. Like, mm-hmm. don't be, don't cry over that. Like, right. come on. But we weren't built to be this like pillar of a stone where, mm-hmm. you know, we don't feel anything, but, in the secret place we're over here sobbing and mm-hmm. depressed and anxious and just feel lonely in that because of what culture has told us that we should be. Right. Um, and what I love what you said is that how can I really be open to my friends if I can't be open to the one person who knows me the best, yeah. which is Jesus. <laughs> yeah. And I've always heard this phrase in the past where how you are vertically mm-hmm. will just be a reflection in your horizontal relationships. And so, um, and I recognize that now in myself where things that I could not really share to mm-hmm. the people around me that are close and know me in that 2% of myself, I realize it's because I have never shared that to the Lord himself. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so that's, I don't know. I feel like that is something that is a kingdom that crumbles mm-hmm. because, Ultimately, Jesus is is our friend. He is our Lord. He he cares for us, mm-hmm. um, and we can read that in Scripture. Like He cares for us, but really, do we actually believe that? Do we actually yeah. believe that He cares enough, even if it sounds stupid and silly, mm-hmm. even if we're we are sobbing over someone or sobbing that we didn't get the job, yes. you know, whatever it is that you had your hopes in, yeah. and it just didn't work out. Mm-hmm. You know, like understanding that Jesus recognizes that and he understands the feeling of disappointment mm-hmm. um and i think that sometimes self-sabotage and disappointment really do affect our lives a lot more than we realize mm-hmm. um because we talked about this yesterday just a lot about when it comes to disappointment mm-hmm. um i i just have a fear of it i have a fear of almost repetition <laughs> of yeah, going back yeah. to that place of well, this sucks. Yeah. You know, like this, this failed. This did not work. Yeah. And, you know, and everything that I said prior to that, like, oh, now that's, was that void? Was that like uh-huh. a waste of time of me even saying any of those things? Um, so, like, how do we actually, how can we actually handle disappointment mm-hmm. and not allow ourselves to become almost like buried Mm -hmm. in the dirt 
from that. Yeah. I mean, the first thing that came to mind when you said that was your self-worth. Because I feel like that's a lot of the time where our like um, vulnerabilities come from is based on, you know, my self-worth because we define our self-worth on people around us, on what we can do, what we cannot do. And, you know, our worth is based on Jesus. It's not based on anything the world can provide. And so that kind of goes back to the first thing is admitting, okay, I feel this way. I feel disappointed. Well, why do I feel disappointed? Because, you know, we're all humans. And, and so we like think about, okay, why am I disappointed? Like Jesus was disappointed all the time in the people he was surrounded. He probably still like saved our lives. Still is. He's like, "Are you kidding? I died for you." And, you he, still don't get it. and you still don't get it, you know. And so I guess confronting that in the face and being like, you know, recognizing, okay, why am I so disappointed? Is it because um, of what they did? Is it because of I didn't acknowledge? what I wanted. I didn't voice what I meant. And so they took it the wrong way, whatever it may be, you know. Um, But, you know, defining who you are in Jesus rather than in the world is, you know, probably one of the first steps to trying not to self-sabotage because then you have this mindset of, okay, that was a human perspective. That was a human thing to do. That was fleshly. I can't be mad at them for that. I'm human too. I am of the flesh. And, you know, let's talk about this. Like, Mm -hmm. let me tell you why I'm disappointed. Let me tell you why I cried about it the other day. Let me tell you whatever it may be, you know, confronting that and being like, coming to it from a perspective of, I define who I am in Jesus Christ and nobody of this world that just, you know, it changes the whole perspective of it because then you're like, okay, like it's really not that big of a deal or it is a big deal. And I need to address that because it hurt my feelings. And if it continues on, like you said, the emotions, you're just going to keep piling up and piling up and it all just stems from where are you defining your worth? Are you defining it in the people around you or are you defining it in Jesus? I think there's so much healing power in that though. Like Mm -hmm. you said that it's okay to admit that you're disappointed. It's okay to recognize that this sucks, Mm -hmm. that the way that I feel is not what I wanted. And to be honest with the Lord, I think that sometimes we can separate that because we think again, we almost want to say how the Lord even feels mm-hmm. about how we might feel. Yeah. You know, it's like we put words in yes. his mouth that it's like, no, like, that's not true. Like yeah. he doesn't think that that's silly. That he Has he ever wrote glass to you that that's silly? No. no. It just yeah. says in scripture, like he cares, like bring your concerns to the mm-hmm. Lord. Like bring it to him, big or small, whatever you're feeling. Like he, he thinks about you daily. He thinks of ways to surprise you. He thinks of ways to bless you he thinks of ways to challenge you like Mm -hmm. he thinks of us daily and for us to sit with him at his feet so why would it be silly for us to Mm say lord like i feel disappointed this didn't work out yeah you know like these things that i've been hoping and praying for like i just don't see it Mm -hmm. and or like this hurt me this person hurt me and look how it turned out you know all those things and That's something I'm still learning. I'm still, as we're talking about this, I am learning of how not to bury those things, how not to be afraid so much of, 
of things that may be a blessing mm-hmm. or it may be a lesson. You know, yeah. it's, it's sometimes looking at it from that perspective and not in this place of self-sabotage of uh, automatically just it ain't gonna work. Like, yeah. Automatically, this is, you know, like barriers, boundaries, yeah. and to the place where you don't feel, in a place where you don't allow yourself to get a good cry in mm-hmm. because you convince yourself in some way that it's stupid you know it's silly Mm -hmm. um and there's so much healing there really is like even being able to talk to my mentor and sit down and you know sob you know (laughs) over just everything and she's just just watching me and I'm like over here looking like a raccoon and I'm like oh lord like I was like shouldn't wear mascara I was like gosh and she's just like you know yeah, yeah just just cried out and I remember when she was like just cried out I was like no it's silly like I remember Uh even saying that I was like no it's like silly like I hate crying Mm -hmm. and I remember she looked at me and she was like why like why do you Mm. think that and I was like I don't know like I I really didn't know and then it really dawned on me of because I think we've been so influenced in that way to say that it is silly Mm -hmm. um our culture has really, I think, in so many subtle ways, vocalized that to us. Yeah. Um, I mean, nowadays it's a lot more vocal, but mm-hmm. yeah, like it's not silly. It's not silly mm-hmm. to go there. It's not silly to t- talk to a friend and say, hey, this is my 2%. Yeah. If you have really good friends, yeah. they're not going to look at you and be like, girl, come <laughs> on. Really? Like, get up. Get up. <laughs> like, like, leave those tears for your pillow. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, <laughs> You know, like if you really have a good friend, they're going to say, let me, let me cry with you here. Like, Mm -hmm. let me meet you where you're at and just be there to listen. Sometimes Mm -hmm. we don't need to be talking all the time. Sometimes we just need to listen to that person. And that's where the healing happens. Healing happens in the recognizing and happens in the talking through it. Mm -hmm. It's in those little hard moments that really the kingdom of God is implanted in you Mm -hmm. and not the kingdom of self. Yeah, because like you said, like it's a fallen kingdom here on earth. And you want, I remember I was listening to one of your podcasts. I think it was the faithful, faithless one. And you were saying like you build that foundation or maybe it was one before that. You build that foundation, but if it's a crumbly foundation, like it's going to fall. And so like you're building this foundation, not only for yourself, but those around you, your family, like all of it. Everything that this series that we're talking about um, with Fallen Kingdom, Mm -hmm. my heart and my intention, and honestly what the Lord has been teaching me in this is that um, there's only one kingdom that really matters at the end of the day, and that's Jesus. Like Mm -hmm. he is here to... um, build a foundation and it's his church he has Mm -hmm. built that foundation and um for his kingdom to consume anything and everything in its path yeah and um and so it's important for us to recognize the issue of of self Mm -hmm. you know we our culture is so much consumed in itself and it's all about me and my feelings and all this kind of stuff but there's boundaries in those Mm -hmm. things and it's knowing where do I draw the line? Where do I have to um, deny self? Because mm-hmm. that is different than self-denial. That's different yeah. than, than self-sabotage. That's it's good. very different than that. Like that's not, God saying deny self does not mean you need to think of yourself like you're less, like you're unworthy, but, or like being in denial of 
emotions. Mm -hmm. But what he's saying is that you take those emotions and get surrender them back to the Lord. Bring it to his feet and say, God, you have authority over those feelings. You have authority over my thoughts. Um, That's the difference in that. And I think sometimes we don't recognize that in our culture. Um, The difference between culture handling it and Jesus handling it. It's two massive differences. Um, And it all leads back to all for you, Lord, mm-hmm. and let your will be done yeah. in this. And um, and so that's just, I think, just my heart with that. And I love that this is the series that this podcast is currently on mm-hmm. um, because the Lord is intentional with what he wants to talk about. And yeah. whenever you and I were talking about this yesterday, mm-hmm. like, and you were just sharing just your heart on different things yeah. and we were just talking just about life, like, I was just like, okay. And this needs to be talked about because there's so many people that can relate to what you and I have shared of the difficulty of allowing ourselves to feel Mm -hmm. um, in a healthy manner Mm -hmm. um, and giving it back to the Lord. And, you know, you and I, we have shared a a lot in a short amount of time that we have been able to really know each other, even though I feel like I've known you for a long time. (laughs) Um, But it really did surprise me of you saying that you struggle with vulnerability because I do believe that you're a lot more vulnerable than you oftentimes realize that you are. Mm-hmm. Um, but you also know that 2% of yourself. So, right. and I mean, just like I could say, yeah, I think I'm vulnerable, but then, then I'm also not in yeah. some ways. And so, um, but I am thankful that you were able to come on here and just share a lot of wisdom, a lot of, experience in that mm-hmm. and I know that it's been very healing for me just to hear from other people and their wisdom on this mm-hmm. and even on this yeah. now there's so much healing in that right. um and so I hope I hope people get encouraged by this I do I hope that yeah. people can realize that you don't have to self-sabotage mm-hmm. yourself um it's okay to admit when you feel disappointed, yeah. when life just doesn't seem to be going well for you. Right. Um, and to not live in this place of self-denial, in this place of, you know, ultimately hurting yourself. Yeah. You know, because um, the Lord desires the best for us. He desires yeah. um, for us to have a little bit of heaven on mm-hmm. earth. Um, so thank you for being on here. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Yeah, girl. This this is only the beginning. Yeah. (laughs) More Audie May time. (laughs) You'll see me in the fall. Oh, yeah. So, well, thank you, everyone, for listening to this. I pray that you were encouraged by the words that Audie May have shared Mm -hmm. um, that God put on her heart. Um, And I hope that you're able to share that 2% of yourself with people that can be hard, but necessary for growth and yes. for healing. Um, and we will, or I will see you on the next, next one. episode. Bye.